Hi, my name is Randy, and I will be your host for this episode of Infotainment. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. I would like to welcome some of my international listeners uh, from Madrid, Spain, Frankfurt, Germany, and Bradford, England, and London, England. You are one of the first countries to get every episode. So I'd like to say thank you to you, 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 and you. <laughs> I found this story interesting and unique. Uh, Facebook has to make apologies to groups in Plymouth, England. They inappropriately flagged a term. Facebook apologizes when posts mentioning a local landmark called the Plymouth Hoe were incorrectly flagged as containing foul language. The name of the landmark comes from the Anglo-Saxon word hoe, which describes a sloping ridge shaped like an inverted foot and heel. But Facebook incorrectly flagged them as misogynistic hate speech and remove the posts. <laughs> in America, uh, Ho has a <laughs> the men's channels I listen to on YouTube. Now that YouTube has become so woke and politically correct, that word would be X'd out or they would be demonetized on that post. But now they use like proper garden tool. <laughs> or garden tool for uh, uh, women's cringe videos on TikTok or profiles on Tinder. Funny as hell, but they should be labeled that, the ones they profile, because they are gold diggers and all sorts of other things. Princesses of the turd and the punch bowl. How dare you? Easy peasy lemon squeezy. My next news item actually comes from England as well. Twickenham, London, it, to be exact. It will be one of the most important stories I do all year. Father and son hang 10 clothing items to break world record. Edward Draper and son Rowan Draper broke a Guinness World Record. Holding a record on hanging clothes. They did this at Turk's Head Pub in Twickenham, London. A tip of the cap to Turk's Head Pub. And they hung up 10 items of clothing in 56.87 seconds. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The father and son duo said they spent hours of practice selecting the best clothing items to use for the attempt and the fastest techniques to get them on to the hangers and a rack. Hopefully there are better racks in Turk's Head Pub and ones for hanging clothes. Who else but Quagmire? How dare you? My next news item could be called Just Another Day in Florida. 
Greetings, fellow bizarros. <laughs> All the fans that are <laughs> like my bizarre stories. A bad experience at a restaurant can be frustrating. Some people silently vow never to go back. Some people complain. I'm more like uh, never going back kind of guy. Some people demand their money back. The woman in today's story decided to trash the place. But apparently she thought her actions would carry a lot more weight if she carried them out naked. Ooh. Keep on smoking that crack, bitch. Classic move. Oh, yeah. A decision she regretted when the police showed up with their tasers. Tina Kindred, 53, was acting out of control as staff at the Florida restaurant used trays as shields and patrons ran out of the emergency exit doors. She appeared to be at an outback steakhouse <laughs> and most likely on some sort of uh, substance. <laughs> Uh, booze, meth. <laughs> uh, although police confirmed an incident also occurred in at Moho Grill on the same day. That's weird. Footage shows the woman standing naked on top of the bar in the restaurant as she smashes bottles on the ground. Police arrived on the scene and the 53-year-old started to attack the officers. One officer deploys a taser, hitting Kindred in the breasts and knocking her to the floor. A video shows Kindred lying on her stomach as the restaurant floor is covered in shards of glass and broken bottles. Ooh. Kindred admitted to going to the outback with the intent to destroy the bar, according to the police report. She allegedly started flipping tables, well, and flipping out, after being denied service. Kindred alleged that the restaurant was not honest, the sheriff's office said. The 53-year-old was charged with aggravated battery on law enforcement and felony criminal mischief. Happy now, asswipe. If you listen to... My last episode, I did a story about a Wisconsin man who ate a Big Mac every day for 50 years, only missing eight days, and he kept the receipts from everyone. I wonder why he missed eight days. <laughs> they never really revealed that, but this kind of ties in with this story from Texas, where a toddler ordered a bunch of McDonald's burgers, unbeknownst to his parents. And let's see, we got this story. A toddler's order. Well, one toddler orders a bunch of cheeseburgers to his home. I guess he's a hungry little growling boy. The guy from Wisconsin, uh, we should let him travel there with his parents, and he should take him under his wing. Uh, like the Karate Kid, and teach him the ways of eating McDonald's every day. 
A Texas mother received a notification she wasn't expected on a Monday. She was rightly confused. Kelsey Goyden? Golden. Goyden. I got a message from DoorDash saying her order would take a bit longer due to the unusually high amount of items within the order. What had happened was her son Barrett ordered and or placed an order. English, can you speak it? At McDonald's for a total of 31 cheeseburgers. This shocked mama <laughs> and was working on her computer when she realized her toddler ordered a bunch of cheeseburgers through her phone app. He usually likes to take pictures of himself, and so he was doing that. I thought I had locked the phone, but apparently I didn't because then DoorDash came with 31 cheeseburgers. <laughs> and if he uh, ate them in uh, 45 minutes, he got them free, I think. Golden said about the order, uh, between three kids and being in the middle of moving, she been extremely busy juggling it all. She's accidentally ordered lunch for the kids before sending it to their school instead of the house. <laughs> so she's had her ordering from the closest McDonald's is about six miles away from Golden's house. She was shocked when she got a knock at the door and a delivery driver handed her what Barrett had ordered. Once she got the order, 31 cheeseburgers and all, Golden didn't know what to do with them all. I didn't know what to do with them. He only ate half of one. Uh-oh, he really needs some McDonald's training from uh, Mr. Big Mac in Wisconsin. Uh, Fond du Lac, I believe the city was. So I posted on a community page on Facebook here in Kingsville and asked if anybody wanted some. Some people in fa on Facebook reached out to stop by and grab the burgers, while others tried to give her advice on how to store the food or where to give it away. The total on the McDonald's receipt was sixty-one fifty-eight. On top of that, Barrett was feeling extra nice and tipped the DoorDash driver $16.00 in the app, including uh, the food fees, delivery, and tip. Grand total came out to ninety-one seventy. Along with that, Golden has a priceless story to tell about her son, cheeseburger lover for many years to come. <laughs> yeah, if he only ate half of one, he, uh, he needs some training by that guy, Wisconsin. This next news item comes under the heading of What Are the Odds? In 2001, 10-year-old Laura Buxton released a balloon that ended up in the hands of another girl named Laura Buxton, who lived 140 miles away. Both girls are of the same age, same height, same eye color, and appearance, and had gray rabbits, guinea pigs, and three-year-old black Labradors as pets. In June of 2001, 
Uh, Laura Buxton was attending her grandparents' 50th wedding anniversary celebration in Staffordshire, Shire, England. On that occasion, she released a helium balloon along with a message. The message bore the instructions, Please return to Laura Buxton and her address. The balloon flew into the field of Andy Rivers in Milton, Lilbourne. Mr. Rivers' neighbors, Peter and Eleanor Buxton, had a daughter called Laura, so he gave the balloon to her. Laura, who got the balloon from Mr. Rivers, obeyed the instructions and wrote to the Laura who had released the balloon. The two girls got in touch by telephone, and later the girls' parents arranged for them to meet face-to-face. Upon meeting each other, they discovered a number of similarities. Both of them have many similar physical features, like same eye color, same height, and both were fair-haired. They even had similar pets. The story was chronicled in a segment of Ripley's Believe It or Not. Well, I would say that would be a story that should be chronicled. It's like those two should go buy lottery tickets. I mean, I mean that's got to be about the same odds as winning the lottery. <laughs> Man, what would you do if you met your twin through a balloon? My next news story is very hot and very weird. 67-year-old woman Mary Resser was found burned to death in her home with only one leg remaining. Her body burnt at a temperature of around 3,500 degrees, yet nothing else in the room caught fire. On July 1st, 1951, 67-year-old Mary Russell spent her evening by receiving a visit from her son and neighbor. At the time, she was wearing a rayon nightgown, bedroom slippers, and a robe. When her visitors left her, everything appeared to be normal. The following morning, her landlady arrived. The landlady soon realized that something was wrong because the house's doorknob was extremely hot. She noticed the police when the police came and entered, notified the police, and they entered uh, Resser's home house. English, can you speak it? They found her remains completely burned to ash, with only one leg remaining. The chair she was sitting in, was also destroyed, but there was little damage to the rest of the apartment. During the investigation, the police found no sign of burglary or outer influences in the apartment. Detectives found that Resser's temperature was around 3,500 degrees Fahrenheit, but surprisingly, the rest of the room was intact. Investigators also found that the fire had burned a socket, which stopped a clock at 2.26 a.m., suggesting that uh, Resser had been burned around that time. 
physical anthropologist Wilton Krogman, a consultant on the case, wrote, I find it hard to believe that a human body, once ignited, will literally consume itself, burn itself out, as does a candle wick. Never have I seen a body so completely consumed by heat. This is contrary to normal experience, and I regard it as the most amazing thing I have ever seen as I review it. The short hairs on my neck bristle with vague fear. Were I living in the Middle Ages, I'd mutter something about black magic. Uh, it's like the movie, no, it's, well, there's something similar in the movie called Nobody. Um, <clears throat> uh, what is his name? I can't think of his name right now. But uh, it was called Nobody, the, the movie, and he had killed a few guys that were breaking into his house. And some of them were still alive, and he had them sitting in his in his uh, couch in the basement. And he told them, this room will burn at 3,500 degrees, and so there will be no evidence of your <laughs> being here, so I won't, I won't get in trouble. But he was a, uh, the story of it, he was an auditor for... Uh, one of the, uh, all three of the three-letter agencies, and when there was no way that they could be touched by law and they were uh, a criminal, they called them in to eliminate them. Man, and then then this lady, uh, she must have, maybe spontaneous combustibility is a real thing. I haven't read into it much, but this story, I've heard of it, but that's amazing that the the apartment uh, didn't suffer, uh, didn't suffer, didn't experience uh, more uh, damage. Since I try to prepare so I have a smooth running episode, and uh, always seems that something pops up to uh, derail that. But uh, there are some things in the audio that would not be easy to edit out if I kept going. So I think now I'm going to say... Initiating shutdown sequence. And warp drive this podcast to the interwebs. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want, but I will look for you. I will find you. And I will ask you to subscribe to my podcast. And you can visit infotainmentpodcasts.com. There is a PayPal tip jar there if you are so inclined. And as always, have a pleasant day today. And a happy ending tonight. Evacuation order acknowledged. Keep it real, homies.